Good morning, Chair Hageman and Ranking Member Leher Fernandez and members of the committee. My name is Victoria Kichion and I'm the Chairwoman of the Winnebago Tribe of Nebraska. Thank you for the opportunity to provide this testimony. The Winnebago people make our home along the hills and the banks of the Missouri River in northeastern Nebraska and northwestern Iowa. However, the path that led my people to call this home and our reservation was long and traumatic. The Winnebago people are originally from Wisconsin and in the 1800s we were forcibly removed by the United States from Wisconsin to Minnesota, Iowa, South Dakota, and finally in 1865 to the Winnebago Indian Reservation in Nebraska and Iowa. Our 1865 treaty promised that this would be a home for the Winnebago forever. Our ancestors suffered through immeasurable pains to secure a forever home. Through these removals, our cultural way of life was disrupted. Many Winnebago died along the way, and we were separated from the lands which our culture was closely tied. Thank you for mentioning Scott um, Mamaday and the work that he did, and he also talked about um, tribes and Indians being intrinsically tied to the land. And when we're removed from the land, it impacts us um, throughout everything. Knowing this harsh history strengthens our fight and to protect and restore our homelands. By the time the General Allotment Act became law, the federal government had been imposing allotment policies on the Winnebago for over 20 years. For example, the Winnebago Removal Act of 1863 allotted Winnebago head of families 80 acres for cultivation and improvement. As a result of those policies, the tribe just owned one-third of the reservation by 1913. The tribe is still feeling the impact of those detrimental allotment policies. Our remaining land were placed in trust to stop the rapid loss of land. Trust land, however, has had terrible long-term consequences for the tribe. Over the last seven generations, much of our land has become highly fractionated, weakening our ability to exercise our sovereignty, self-determination, and limiting our ability to develop housing, agriculture, and overall economic gain. The tribe is very appreciative of the efforts of Eloise Cobell, along with Winnebago tribal leader Louis LaRose Wanagita, and many others that resulted in the Cobell settlement. A component of the settlement was the trust land consolidation, which was implemented with the land buyback program. In May 2016, the tribe signed an agreement with the Department of Interior to implement the program. We participated in two rounds, and through those rounds, approximately 17 million in offers were accepted for equivalent 5,700 equivalent acres. The tribe, as well, the tribe, as well as individual tribal members, benefited significantly from the program. They used proceeds to pay off debt, create savings and investments for long-term use, help purchase vehicles, homes, and other necessities for the family. And for the tribe, the increased control of the land has helped boost the tribe's economic growth and community development efforts. In particular, the program has cited the tribe's farming efforts. In particular, the program has been critical to the farm's tribal farming efforts because we have more usable agriculture land. Just this year, um, Ho-Chunk Farms, a wholly owned farming company of the tribe, will farm 7,000 tribal acres while providing jobs, training, and income for the tribe. While funding authority for the program has ended, the tribe is committed to building on successes of the program. We want to work with Congress and administration to overcome challenges and create opportunities. Our recommendations are, one, take down bureaucratic hurdles that often so exist when the tribe is trying to do something. Two, interpret existing regulations in favor of the tribe rather than using them as reasons to do nothing. Three, provide oversight to ensure local agencies are carrying out the intent of Congress. 
Four, continue to implement laws that allow tribes to make local decisions and set tribal policies that fit the unique need of the tribe. For example, under existing agriculture leasing regulations, the tribe has implemented a lease policy where tribal entities match the highest bidder. This has resulted in higher bidding of this land. It's been very successful for the tribe and our wholly owned company. Five, additional federal funding would help sustain the gains that have been made in addressing the fractionation problem. In conclusion, the tribe has the capability to use its existing systems of creating tribal entities to achieve certain goals, one of which is land acquisition and consolidation. Using lessons learned and drawing on past successes can help the tribe be successful in its efforts. The tribe looks forward to continuing to work with the subcommittee in the Department of Interior in an effort to solve Indian country's fractionation problem. Thank you for the opportunity to testify and happy to answer questions. Thank you. And again, I'm also proud of the bill that we were able to pass out of this subcommittee and the committee addressing the Winnebago lands along the Missouri River. So we appreciate you coming and testifying on that particular issue as well. And finally, the chair now recognizes Mr. Chris Stainbrook for five minutes.